Good morning, good morning. Today is January 26th. It's Thursday. It's currently 37 degrees out there. Partly cloudy, mostly cloudy, I guess. Uh, supposed to get to 49 for a high today. And so, uh, normal uh, winter day here for January. Uh, just, uh, and uh, let's pray. We'll ask the Lord's blessing. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for Loving us, Lord, waking us up, breathing air into our lungs. And Lord, help us to serve you today. Help us to use us to accomplish your will, Lord, as you see fit on this earth. Father, forgive us. Lord, help us to forgive that same amazing way. Lord, we ask that you meet our needs, our daily needs, like you always do abundantly so amazingly we're so thankful for that lord and lord lead us not into into temptation help us to stay in step with you with your spirit lord uh, throughout the day lord i just want to praise you for uh, uh, clay's uh, tests coming back with not finding anything there lord uh uh, no cancer, although he still has an issue. So, Lord, we just ask that you would give the doctors wisdom and direction on what that is and just help uh, just relieve the pain and uh, discomfort. And uh, and so, Lord, we just lift him up to you uh, as they uh, pursue other options there, Lord. And uh, again, we want to lift up Surge and the company with uh, layoffs coming. We just uh, ask for your and in all of that, Lord, uh, just thank you for loving us, Lord. And Lord, uh, today as we get into this lesson, we just ask that you open our eyes and our hearts to your amazing truths, Lord, about you, about your grace, about your spirit, Lord. Just fill us right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, the initial grace of of God. And we have Jeremiah 31. <clears throat> the Lord will turn mourning into joy. At that time, declares the Lord, I will be the God of all the clans of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness when Israel sought it for rest. The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Again, I will build you, and you shall be built, O virgin Israel. Again, you shall adorn yourself with tambourines and shall go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Again, you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall enjoy the fruit. For there shall be a day when a watchman will call in the hill country of Ephraim, Arise and let us go up to Zion, the Lord our God. For thus says the Lord, Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim and give praise, and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country, and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, the pregnant woman, and she, sh and she who is in labor, together, a great company, they shall return here with weeping, and they shall come. And with pleas for mercy, I will lead them back. I will make them walk by brooks of water 
in a straight path in which they shall not stumble, for I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it to the coastlands far away. Say, He who scatters Israel will gather him, and he who keeps him as a shepherd keeps his flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob, and has redeemed him from the hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on a height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, and over the young flock and the herd. Their life shall be like a watered garden, and they shall languish no more. Then shall a young woman rejoice in the dance, and a young man and the old shall be merry, and will turn their mourning to joy. I will comfort their mourning. I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. I will feast on the soul of the priest with abundance. And my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, declares the Lord. Thus says the Lord, a voice is heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping. Rachel is weeping for her children. She refuses to be comforted for her children, because they are no more. Thus says the Lord, Keep your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for there is a reward for your work, declares the Lord. And they shall come back from the land of the enemy, and there is hope for your future, declares the Lord. And your children shall come back to their own country. I have heard Ephraim grieving. I have heard, have dis, You have disciplined me, and I was disciplined like an untrained calf. Bring me back that I may be restored, for you are the Lord my God. For after I had turned away, I relented, and after I was instructed, I struck my thigh. I was ashamed, and I was confounded, because I bore the disgrace of my youth. Is Ephraim my dear son? Is he my darling child? For as often as I speak against him, I do remember him still. Therefore my heart yearns for him. I will surely have mercy on him, declares the Lord. Set up road markers for yourself. Make for yourself guideposts. Consider well the highway, the road by which you went. Return, O virgin Israel. Return to these your cities. How long will you waver, O faithless daughter? For the Lord has created a new thing on the earth. A woman encircles a man. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, once more they shall use these words in the land of Judah and in in its cities when I restore their fortunes. The Lord bless you, O habitation of the righteous, O holy hill. And Judah and its city, all its cities, shall dwell there together, and the farmers and those who wander with their flocks. For I will satisfy the weary soul and every languishing soul that I will replenish. And this I woke... At this I awoke and looked, and my sleep was pleasant to me. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of man and the seed of beasts. And it shall come to pass that as I have watched over them to pluck up and break down, to overthrow, destroying and bringing harm, so I will watch over them to build and to plant, declares the Lord. In those days they shall no longer say the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. But everyone shall die for his own iniquity. Each man who eats sour grapes, his teeth shall be be set on edge. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I will make with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, 
saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. I will, I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for light by day, and the fixed order of the moon and the stars for light by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If this fixed order departs from before me, declares the Lord, then, they, then shall the offspring of Israel cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus says the Lord, the heavens above can be measured, and the foundation of the earth below can be explored. Then I will cast off all the offspring of Israel, for that day they have done it, declares the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the city shall be rebuilt for the Lord from the tower of Hanel to the corner gate, and the measuring line shall go out farther, straight to the hill Gareb, and shall then turn to Goa, the whole valley of the dead bodies and ashes, and all the fields as far back as the brook Kidron, to the corner of the horse gate towards the east, shall be sacred to the Lord. It shall not be plucked up or overthrown any more forever. <clears throat> okay, in Ephesians chapter 2, by grace through faith is the title. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Therefore remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace. For he himself is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two. So making peace and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and preached peace to you who are far off and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. 
So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you who are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. The initial grace of God. I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. For by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Jeremiah 31 and Ephesians 2. Again, we have the opportunity to compare justifying grace and sanctifying grace, initial grace and ongoing grace. This is always an edifying and valuable exercise, since we tend to forget that we are sanctified through the same means that we are justified. The initial grace that impacted our lives forever was the justifying, forgiving grace of God. The prophets of old proclaimed this hope. The writers of the New Testament related it to us today. I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. Jeremiah 31, 34, also in Hebrews 8, 12. When we repented of our sins and called upon the name of the Lord, we were forgiven and justified, declared not guilty and righteous in his sight. This saving work of God on our behalf was all accomplished by the grace of God. For by grace you have been saved. The saving grace of God is applied to our lives as they trust in Jesus Christ. The saving grace of God is applied to lives as they trust in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. By grace you have been saved through faith. None of this process originates in man. All of it comes from God. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. No aspect of salvation derives from the efforts of man, so no one will ever be able to brag about their contribution in being saved, not of works, lest anyone should boast. All glory, now and forever, will go to the Lord himself. He who glories, let him glory in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 1.13.31 Yes, even faith does not source in man. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, Hebrews 12.2. When we believed upon the Lord Jesus, it was in response to an authoring, revealing work that he was doing on our behalf. Jesus manifested himself to us through the gospel as one who was able to save us sinners. The Holy Spirit was convicting us of our need. We trusted in his saving work for us. Thereby, he authored faith in us. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Revelation 5.12 As we have seen previously, and we'll have the opportunity to examine again and again, the grace of God, of which we partook for new birth and justification, is the same grace that we must continually be at work in us for growth and sanctification. O Lord God of my salvation, I clearly see the full extent to which my being saved depends upon your saving grace. Thank you for this priceless gift of grace. How glorious it is to stand justified in your sight. Now that I may grow daily in a life of sanctification, I look to you and your necessary grace. Amen. 
Amen and amen. Have a great day, guys. May the Lord bless you.